Hello, hello. Welcome to Irrepressible. I am Erica Ashley, your host. I am so excited to introduce you to Jenny Valdez this week. Jenny is a professional dancer. She's the creator of a motivational brand called Limitless Legends, and she co-hosts the From Negative to Positive podcast with Pitbull and DJ Lazaro, where she has interviewed everyone from Canelo Alvarez to Flo Rida to Bernie Marcus, the former CEO and co-founder of The Home Depot. She is just a light in this world. Her positivity and her joy for life and her drive to consistently better herself is infectious. And she's making moves to inspire and guide kids to live life to their fullest potential. We talked about investing in yourself, lessons she's learned from Pitbull, creating and building the life you want to be living, why she doesn't believe in luck. We talked about confidence and how she encourages that in the younger generations and honestly so much more. If you are in need of some inspiration or a boost of positivity, this episode is exactly that. So let's jump into it. Here's Jenny. I am a professional dancer. Dance has been my passion since I was a little girl. I was that girl literally watching MTV music videos when that's how I used to watch our videos, you know, and just be like, I want to be the girls in the video. And I think my mom always saw that. So I'm so thankful for her because she kind of just really put me into that. And she's like, you know what, Jennifer? No, like you have to try it all. She put me into basketball, um, volleyball, like everything. I, I did it all because she's like, you know, you have to find out what it is that you really want to do. And dance is what kind of excels for me. And I used that and utilized it to be able to create other opportunities for myself. Mm-hmm. So I always knew it was going to be the place to help me get to where I need to be. And although I'm in a stage still figuring things out, I'm just in a place of my life where I'm still taking that, what my mom kind of instilled in me when I was younger and applying it now, just like try different things. You know, we have so much time. We were talking about this earlier. Everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. It's what you do with those 24 hours. You know, a lot of people don't really know how to manage the time, but you can wake up early if you really want it. It's just how bad you want it. You know, so I, I live by living limitless that is like my life motto because I feel like we're all limitless beings we can all do limitless things where limitless is just my word and that to me is just what life is really about and my purpose and my calling everybody has something different but to me that's what resonates with me totally so I want to talk about specifics with you because I love details I love like I call them like the lonely hours, right? The hours that nobody really knows what you're doing, but you're putting in the work and the time. (laughs) And so like, okay, you used dance to get opportunities for yourself or create opportunities. What did that look like for you specifically? Um, Well, specifically with that per se, I manifested touring with Pitbull and he has been my greatest mentor my greatest business partner my greatest friend my greatest big brother um you know I have people like oh you're so lucky and I'm like I don't believe in luck Mm. I created this life for myself and when you were talking about details and things you do I do a lot of self-work I tune in a lot internally to create my outer life I feel like we're all creators of our own world you know um and I was able to be able to manifest touring with him which led me to gain opportunities opportunities with him outside of dancing mm-hmm. 
So I was blessed to be able to put myself in a position with somebody who believes in me and is showing me the way and literally takes me under the wing. Like, but but let's do this journey together, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that, that's been the biggest blessing, but it's weird because I somehow knew it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I saw that life for myself and now that I'm living it, like when people say I'm literally living my dream, I literally am living my dream. Yeah. Yeah. So did you create like a vision board, a goals plan? Like what did you do? Yeah. So, so I feel like I have a lot of power and I don't know where it stems from. Right. But my freshman year in college, they had me do a, uh, I mean a career board. Okay. I didn't, I didn't really know much about vision boards and all that stuff at the time I was a freshman in college. And I'm like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. This is what I'm in school for to learn, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of pressure. I felt, I was like, this is crazy. So I go, I just need to put something on a paper to get an A. That was my mentality, you know? Mm-hmm. So as I'm writing this career board, I, I was a heat dancer at the time. So I was like, I want to, you know, um, continue with the heat. I want to gra- graduate college. I want to tour with Pitbull. I put a picture of Pitt and I when I had danced with him for the first time when I was in uh, the... Uh, it was an award show, Spanish award show. Had a picture with him and I, and then I was like, I want to tour the world with him, create a business uh, plan, execute, network, and grow my business. And I literally did all of that. But at that moment, I didn't know that's what was going to happen. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? So it's just interesting. And I, uh, it just, I, I came across that picture years later. I did that in 2010. I started, I mean, I did that in 2013. 14 and I started I did my first official tour with him 2017 when I graduated college wow yeah like I was literally rehearsing for tour with him uh taking my last finals was that like how did you balance that that feels like a lot well I I started I started touring when I was 19 okay. I started touring with boys so I had to take school online I had okay. to take courses so I was already used to it by the time I got to him. Mm-hmm. But girl, touring and going to school is interesting. I can only imagine. I mean, I just, just going to school alone is a lot. I can't imagine touring on top of it because yeah. you're not even in the same place. But I will tell you this, it's a mindset. And that's what really taught me. So I was touring people like, how are you doing this? Da, 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 da. I would sometimes I'd be in the bus and there would be no Wi-Fi. You know, sometimes I'd be at sound check and I'm trying to study for an exam and the music is so loud, but you do what you do. You know, you gotta have to do what you do. That to me was the goal. Like school came first to me, you know. Um, but in my mindset, I saw my sister-in-law, who already had a kid, was pregnant, had a full-time job, is in a relationship with my brother, and is still going to school. Mm. So in my head, I'm like, all I have to worry about is school and dance. I'm good because my, I, I I had the vision of her. Like to me, that's so much more work, you know? So it was like my motivation. Like if Jackie could do it, I can do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a mindset for, for you to get into. Where do you think that mindset comes from? Cause you talked about like the routines and the things that you do all the time, what does that look like for you? Mindset definitely stems from childhood. I believe as adults, we are 
all products of our childhood, our upbringing. Um, I hit a point in my life where I realized, ooh, I read something like it was to the effect of um, you have to unlearn everything you've already learned. And I was like, what does this mean? And it was the programming that's been instilled in us. Luckily, I had amazing parents. You know, I have, I, I wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had amazing parents who really, you know, loved me and, and helped me pave the way and always nurtured me and, you know, always supported me. And I never realized that many people don't have that, you know? So I capitalized on that and I'm like, whoa, I don't have the sob story. I don't have this. And I am so good with that. So now that I have all of this, how do I, how do I use it to help others? How do I use it to, to really grow and share the message, you know? And I felt like I have to do the internal work first because yes, although I had, you know, a great upbringing, we all have trauma and some more than others. The word trauma is a big word. I'm still in the process of trying to figure out a better word for that, but we all have things that cause us pain, things that, that, that don't necessarily serve our higher good. And we suppress that. And I feel like that's why a lot of people, you know, walk around so unhappy or, or in pain or mean or, or act out in certain ways because it's not really about that person or that situation or those people. It's really about themselves, you know? So me being in a place in my life where I'm starting to have that realization, I'm really trying to do the work within myself first so I can help others get there as well. You know, like our time here is so we're not here forever. Like, that's the fact. Like, we all leave earth at some point, right? So it's like, what are we doing with our time here? And to me, that's, that's what's most essential. And a lot of it is our mind. That's, that's, that's the person we spend the most time with. That little voice inside our head that's always talking to us. And we're like, go away. Or what do you think? And then the other one comes and the other one comes and it's like, we, that's who we spend the most time with. And if you, don't, if you don't cater to that home within you first, your home outside of yourself won't grow. How do you decipher with that voice in your head, like which one you want to listen to? Because I think, you know, some people call it ego and like your, um, like your soul mind or whatever. How do you differentiate and how do you know which one for you? Right. So that's, that's the beauty of life, right? You don't really know, you know, um, ego is a huge, huge thing. All right. Like we all have an ego, just some have it bigger than others. And for so long, I was trying to, within myself, when I realized that whole ego state, I'm like, kill the ego, kill the ego, kill the ego. And I'm like, you know what? It's still part of who I am right now. So I have to accept her. It's just the facts, you know? And sometimes my ego might overrule me. And I realize I just still have some more work to do. You you know what I'm trying to say? So we all have our minds go crazy, right? Like, our thoughts are constantly, mm-hmm. and especially if you're in a heartbreak, especially if something bad goes wrong, especially if you're in a fight, like you just are creating all these stories in your head. And the best part, not the best, but the funniest part about it is that half the time, those stories aren't even valid. They're just so thoughts. True. So true. They're just thoughts. So it's about making a conscious effort to choose the thoughts you entertain. All right. I am working on that right now in my life. You know, I don't have it figured out, mm-hmm. but I have my moments where I'm in like having breakdown mode and I'm like, all right, Jenny, sit with yourself, go through it, cry it out, let it out, scream it out, whatever you need, but get it out. I can't suppress it. And that's what a lot of us do. Ignore it. 
Ignore that voice. No, come, come. Let's have a conversation. All right, you're good. Bye. You know, it, it's just it's it's just really trying to make a conscious effort to choose those choices and figure out what better serves you. At the end of the day, we're human. You know what I mean? We have some temptations. We're sinful to a certain degree. So those things are within us. It's just a matter of confronting them. Totally. And I love that you said have a conversation with them because I think many of us are like, oh, I don't want to feel this emotion. Like, let me just shove it back down for a minute. And that's not serving you. It's not. It's not. And I'm like, that's the place I'm in in my life right now. Healing. I, I am a product of the school system, but I don't feel the school system teaches you a lot about yourself. And I hope that changes and I hope to help be part of that change one day, you know, Mm -hmm. but we have to heal and hurt people, hurt people. And I'm so big on that. You know, I read that statement and it just did something to me. And for so long, I've been in this transformation stage of my life for probably a year and a half now, intentionally. It's been a while, but intentionally for a year and a half. And it's been a struggle because people think, oh, you heal, you're good. No, you're constantly healing, you know, and you hit some lows, some lows, some deep, deep lows. You don't want to sit there, right? Because you just want to always be like happy, right? But you have to face it because if not, it's going to live with you for the rest of your life. And when I started doing that and started not only with myself and things I've experienced, but with people that I've experienced who have hurt me or I've hurt them. Wow. I have like, there was one conversation I had with somebody that I literally felt like a weight was lifted off of me. I felt so light. Like the rest of the day I was like this. I felt just so light. You know, yeah. sometimes you don't even know you carry these things, but it, it's important to, to really sit in them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So let's talk about that, like how you're fueling change around you. Let's talk about Limit- Limitless Legends because I, yes. I want to share that with everyone. Awesome. So I, uh, I have a motivational brand called Limitless Legends. I opened that uh, 2017 when I graduated uh, college and it's something I want to grow with me. That was my mindset. You know, I want this to grow with me. I don't necessarily know hundred percent what I'm doing, but I'm just going to go for it. That's how I live my life. I feel this calling. I feel this thing to do. I'm going to go for it. And I, uh, I started, you know, growing little by little and I went around and going to speaking to school, speaking to kids, kind of what I mentioned earlier, giving them that those lessons outside of school, you know, and I felt, I feel so passionate about that because I feel like I got my bachelor's in business, but I got my master's in life touring, Mm -hmm. you know, and I wasn't really a street girl growing up. You know, I didn't really have that street mentality and touring gave it to me. And I realized, wow, this is just equally as important. So I really, you know, I really have felt a calling for that. And I've been doing that because of COVID and stuff. I haven't been doing it um, as much, but I've been working on little things to 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 come with when I feel that the timing is right, you know. But I think we need a lot of motivation and everybody has something to share. Everybody's a walking story, you know? So people don't realize how, especially with kids, if you tell a kid, I believe in you, it's like their world changes. You know? 
So even with adults too, it's just adults, we get a little harder because we already have a certain state of mind. Yeah. But it's, I, I just, I really, 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 that's like my passion. That's my purpose. That's my, I feel it in my soul, you know? So one day Limitless Legends will, it's continuing to grow, but my vision is very big and I just hope to bring it to life. Do you notice like any commonalities with the kids that you're like, okay, this mindset is maybe not healthy. I feel like a lot of time social media and what kids are, how they're interacting and how is that like affecting them? Do you see that when you're, when you're working with them? A hundred percent. I say this all the time. So the number one question I get asked is how do you have confidence? And I feel like as kids, that's always been a thing, but again, now because of social media, it's even worse. And um, especially the older girls, high school, because they feel like they have to be posting certain things to get a guy's attention and be doing certain things in order to gain attention, right? Mm-hmm. And this and and this this generation right now, because everything's ran by you know followers and who's looking at you, it's like their self esteem is lower than low. And even those that show up like it's not are almost like even worse off than the other ones, mm-hmm. you know? And when I go and I ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? The number one response I get is Instagram famous. And initially I didn't understand it. So my body, I was rejecting this. I was like, what do you mean? Like, no, like that's not a life goal. And then somebody came and checked me. You know, I always, I always seek advice and, and, and feedback from people. And a friend of mine told me, you never tell a kid, don't do something. Mm-hmm. I was like, noted. Yes, you're right. They go, ask them why. And that was an instant game changer. When I started asking kids why they wanted to be this, they didn't have an answer for me. So that got them thinking. And then every all the kids, you know, when you're young, they all start laughing. Like, ooh, like, you don't know what you want, you know? And I'm just laughing with them. I go, no, it's okay. But, like, tell me why. And they're like, I don't know. I go, you just see everybody else doing it, and that's what's cool, right? And they're like, yeah. And then somebody else came out. Well, actually, I want to be an actress one day, so I would love to, like, really build a platform where I can build my acting career. I was like, okay. You know, so now it's fine if that's what you want to be, but, like, let's have substance there. Why are we doing this? You know, like, let's just not, I don't believe in just following trends because they're cool. Like I believe in setting them, you know? So how are we going to set that trend? Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, it's wild to think about, but it makes so much sense because that's what is in their face all the time. I mean, I was at the mall the other day and there was a mom with a baby in a stroller and he was just on the iPad. And I was like, I'm not like not to mom shame or whatever. Everybody has whatever. But I was just thinking like, what is this doing for a kid if they're constantly in a screen from like a two-year-old, you know, like how, of course, they're going to want to be Instagram famous. Yeah. But that, but that's what it is. Like you go to restaurants now and some restaurants give out iPads. So the kids could be on the iPads, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's not, I, I think to a certain degree, the kids like, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to lie. My nieces, 10 and five, and they probably know how to work an iPhone better than I do. <laughs> to some, yeah, it's insane. But to some degree, I think it's important that they're on these things 
maybe not social media at that age, but they're, they're up to date with technology because they're, that's what they're going to be set up for. You know, now there's not textbooks anymore. There's eBooks, you know? So I think there's a certain degree, but I don't think it needs to be, I think it needs to be timed and managed, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like all day on this device. And my niece who's five, she speaks like somebody on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Mila's channel. Please subscribe below. Today we're going to be talking about Never Have I Ever. So, Never Have I Ever. And I'm like, literally talks like a YouTube star. <laughs> That's how much YouTube she watches. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Which, again, pros and cons. The pros right. is she's, she's very out there. She's not scared to talk, whatever. But the cons is like, all right, we have to, like, again, give some substance to here. Let's feed this stuff. Life is not a camera you know what I mean so it's the balance which which her parents do a great job in teaching her that but I use her as a reference because that's what's closest to me you know yeah it's very it's very interesting the times that we're living in and it's just about knowing how to navigate through it yeah so when the girls come to you and they're like I maybe they don't ask you specifically how do I get confident or how are you confident but if you're picking up on that what advice do you give them yeah so they they do ask me they do yeah. And, and I, I, I laugh cause I just, I, I don't think I've ever thought about that to be honest, Yeah, you know? Um, but I told them, I think it's, that's another like lifelong journey. Right. I, I don't know if we're ever going to be a hundred percent confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all carry insecurities and uh, things and in throughout our life, we learn to love those things. And it's funny because I always say, I don't think I ever really struggled with confidence growing up. But it was because I had so much love in my household that I never, I never thought of myself any way, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it was when I became a heat dancer that I started with confidence issues because mm-hmm. I was 18 years old surrounded by women. And I'm like, oh my God, these girls are so beautiful. Oh my God. You know, like then my insecurities start coming out, which I didn't have before. And that's not even social media wise. That was just being in a place. So I told them confidence in something everybody goes with in their life. But mm-hmm. it's about it's really about learning to love it. Like nobody else can be you. You know how powerful that is? Like that might like even a twin, you a triplet, like they're not you. Even if you're identical, like it's the craziest thing. Nobody can be you. And to me that's so powerful. Like and then people spend time trying to fix themselves up to be somebody else, but you're never going to be that person. And why are you going to spend your life trying to be somebody else? You know? And, and then they think about that and then, and it's like, you know, wow. But the confidence comes from you, us as individuals, because I'm a habit of this too, trying to get attention from other people. Mm-hmm. When it's like, are you getting attention from the person in the mirror? That's what they need attention from. You know, so I just really encourage them to, to talk to themselves. And if they think it's weird in the beginning, I go, look, I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> I literally talk to myself all the time. And half the time you guys do it too. You guys just don't notice you do it, but I to do it intentionally. And it's, it's that it's giving yourself that reassurance because we seek validation from other people. And it's nice. Like, it's nice to hear other people tell you you're beautiful. It's nice to hear other people tell you that you're amazing. But when you tell it to yourself, all better off because now you're not craving, you're not craving that dopamine from other people because you don't know how to supply it for yourself. And mm-hmm. although you love it and you welcome it, 
you're not dependent on it. You're not attached to it. You know? So it, it's just, it's getting comfortable in your own skin. And that takes time. Like I'm still in that process. I feel like a lot of us are still in that process. It's not an overnight thing, but it's just trying to make that conscious, that conscious effort, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it changes day by day. You know, everybody has a good day. Everybody has a bad day. Like what are some tips you would give for confidence? I would say stop the comparison. Like I think that's the number one. And if you're really caught up in comparison with someone in particular, find the qualities in them that you feel like you're lacking and then find where they're, where you already embrace them. Maybe you're just having, using them in a different area in your life and you're not aware of it. But if you're seeing it in somebody else, you're recognizing it and that means you already have it within you. Yes. I love yeah. that. I think I you have- just have to bring it bring it back within, which is exactly what you were saying. If you're not validating yourself, nobody else is going to be doing it. Yeah. My cup literally says, only you can make you happy. (laughs) I love that cup. I feel I need that. I got it at Target. Oh my God. (laughs) Only, only you can make you happy, you know, but it's, it's even, it's even things like this. Like I try to surround myself with this for myself. Right. So we were talking about earlier, I drink a lot of water and stuff and whatever. I can easily, I can easily just go about my day, drink, whatever, keep going. But I try to surround myself with things like that because I'm programming myself. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for the reminder. You know what I mean? We don't notice how many things we might not be paying attention to, but our, our brains are registering, you know? So that's another thing that I've, I've learned to do. And I've started like writing things like little affirmations on on post-its, like, you're enough or I'm enough. Um, I'm beautiful. I'm this, I'm that. And again, just being able to see it and and sort of put creating that around you, you know? I love that. And I think a lot of people who don't do that sometimes are like, that's cheesy. I don't buy into it, but as cheesy as it can be, like only you make you happy. It's sounds like a cliche, but when you really when you see it over and over and over again, your subconscious mind is like starts to adapt it. And then it you start to believe it as truth. And then you're like, oh, this is working. But you have to get past that like cheesy, cheesiness. Oh, listen, for, listen, when I first started meditating, I'm like, this is weird. I don't like this. It's just uncomfortable. Yoga, I'm still trying to get into yoga because it stresses me out. It, it, it. It, it is weird. The transition of getting into that element is weird. I remember hearing the word affirmations and I was like, ew, what's that? You know what I mean? And again, it's what you said. It's you, you have to get over that initial leap and then you start realizing, oh, this work is working for me, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just finding in a way that works for you. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like that people, like people think, you know, meditate. I go from me, what my meditations are in the shower. I've always done it like that. Before I even knew what meditation was, I just, the water comes down on me. I feel like it takes away the negative energy and it purifies me. And that's how I always felt. Then I learned Mm -hmm. about meditating. I was like, oh, I do that in the shower. I do shower meditations, you know? And then I started building up to do guided meditations, you know? Mm -hmm. But people think, oh, meditating is just, you're sitting there not doing anything. No, like let yourself get here, you know, find what works for you, you know? So maybe the affirmations, people don't necessarily have to write them down, but they're constantly lured in by quotes. So mm-hmm. they're surrounded. Well, that's kind of a form of 
of affirmation to a certain sense. You know what I mean? And then you use that to be able to get you to that next level. Yes, you know? exactly. And I think somebody who does a really good job of this very discreetly is Ariana Grande because she has that song just like magic and it's all about manifesting and like keeping her vibe high and meditating and whatever. But because she does it, nobody thinks it's cheesy. Exactly. She's just found a way to like make it cool. And I think if you can in your head be like, I'm making this cool for me, like whatever your version of cool is, it will work. Yes. I love that. I love that. And it's amazing how people like who have a platform like her are coming out and creating music like that, Yeah, you know, because people start, oh, no, this is the new cool. Like, I don't know. I feel I really do believe that that is going to be the new version of cool. Like people are, are, are done with this whole fake it till you make it thing and people want this real stuff like let's get real with each other let's have honest conversation let's really be ourselves the good the bad and the ugly you know i feel like that's where this new trend this new wave is going so to have somebody like her be able to start making that not navigating that way so people start coming out like i think justin bieber too i think Mm -hmm. he's amazing and him owning his story and him coming out and saying how he really feels and being vulnerable i love that you know, I have traveled the world with multiple art, multiple artists. I've worked with multiple people and to see somebody really come out and say what it's really like is just amazing because a lot of people are scared to do so because it's not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. To them or to whatever, but it's like, you have to take that leap of faith. Like there's so much strength and vulnerability. So to be able to come out and put it all out there is just, I think it's genius and amazing and much needed. Yeah. And I think everybody wants it. I think people are so over the perfect feed, the face tune, the this, the that. And they're like, can you just tell me one moment in your life where it wasn't perfect? Because nobody's is. And I think the people who are still playing into that are realizing it's not serving them anymore. Yes. Girl, (laughs) head on. Yes. I am all with that. I am all with that. Okay, to switch gears really quick back to Pitbull. You said one of the best pieces of advice you've ever gotten from him is to invest in yourself. Yeah. And I know we've talked about m- mindset, but how else do you invest in yourself? Woo, girl. <laughs> so, invest in myself uh business-wise, right? So, opening up Limitless Legends and really putting, you know, time and effort there. Um so that's business-wise, but investing in myself internally. Because when you really dive deep into yourself, you have so many realizations. And again, that statement, invest in yourself, at that time in my life, meant something completely different to what it means to me right now. And that's why we talk about these cheesy quotes and these things, but they do resonate when you hear it long enough. And in the time you find yourself in the, in the place you find yourself in your life, in that time period, you get to see it in a different light, you know? And right now for me, investing in myself is that, is really taking the time to sit down with me. What does Jennifer really want? Who does Jennifer want to become? Who is she really? Not who is she with the mask on? Sit with her. What does she struggle with? Who hurt her? What makes her happy? What is her passion? What is her purpose? 
when you start asking yourselves these questions, life just comes out in a completely different light and we're all energy and it's insane because I've been doing so much of that internal investment that the people around me have noticed. And they're like, wow, Jenny, your energy, this and that. And I'm like, I know. It's so great. <laughs> like, I literally have moments where I feel high on life. Like, literally, I feel like I am high on life sometimes. And then I have days where I'm super low. And I am literally home just crying my eyes out. But that's okay. That's, that's what makes us human. That's we're supposed to feel, you know. But I believe when you make that internal investment, what comes externally is just amazing. I, I've received so many opportunities because of that. Because of me allowing my internal light to shine. In, in what I'm supposed to do it. So not shine like you, not shine like so-and-so, not shine like somebody else. We all shine in a different way. But how can we shine if we don't know what we're shining? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I had a listener send me a DM the other day and they said that they have a responsibility to fulfill their purpose in life, their specific purpose. And I think that's exactly what you're saying because your purpose is not my purpose and it's not supposed to be. It's not like we already came here winning, Like you know how many sperms we had to be to attach to the egg? (laughs) Like seriously. Yeah. So we already came into this life winning and it's, I I believe I, for so long, I thought passion and purpose were the same thing. Mm. You know, and I realized it's not, you can have many passions and those things can make you happy, but what's your purpose? But you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. You have to feel it. Like it comes literally from your gut, like internally, your soul, you, 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 you vibrate in a way when you're in alignment to your purpose and everybody's purpose di- is different. And that doesn't mean somebody's is greater than another just because they're making more money or because we all serve something. So it's like being able to do that work to to find what it is and really lead with love in that department, you know, but a hundred percent what they messaged you all in on that. Yeah. And I think that's a big, um, like misunderstanding when it comes to purpose. I think sometimes people are like, I don't know. I don't feel like I have this big, huge calling. And it's like, you're not, not everybody has to be like, maybe your purpose is just like, helping a, like little old ladies across the street like that, you know, wow. like it doesn't have to be this, like, I have to be Ariana Grande. Purpose is purpose, no matter like what scale it's on. Yes. And, and it doesn't mean that somebody is better than the other. It's like you were put on this earth to do something. Well, what is it? And it's what you said. It, it like, I don't know. Have you seen the movie soul? Yes. Okay, well, you know the guy that has a street sign that's flipping the sign? Yes. Okay, every time I see those people on the street now, my mind has completely changed. I look at them and I'm like, man, you probably really understand life. That movie changed me so much because, and going back to that thing, like, you know what I mean? You don't have to be this billionaire. You don't have to be a superstar. You don't have to be, it's, 
what's your purpose? When I look at teachers, like I used to grow up love, like I loving teachers because that's such a beautiful thing. You're impacting these minds of like, and we all have that one teacher that changed our life or the few teachers that changed our life or the coach, like my basketball coach forever is like my person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, they all, we all serve different purposes and it, it's really, it's really refreshing to hear somebody else say it in that manner as well. Yeah. I love that. I, I just, I think it's so important. And I think we, it, back to the movie is like, we forget that sometimes you just need to live and appreciate life. Like the little tiny moments, like when the cat is like looking at the leaves falling. Ugh. That was like my favorite moment of the entire movie. Cause I was like, I get that on such a deep level. It's just like the littlest, tiniest things can be your purpose. Yes. And it's crazy because a similar little leaf like that fell on me probably like a month ago. And I literally grabbed it. I had the smell from here to here. Oh. My friend's like, oh, Jenny, there you go being weird again. I'm like, leave me in my bubble. All right. <laughs> I literally grabbed it and I put it in my bedroom because of that part of the movie. It, and, but it's the little things. But okay. So question for you. Um, well, two questions. One, how do you, how do you how do you live in the moment and how do you let go? How do I live in the moment? I mean, this is a tricky question because it it's hard, right? You have a million things on your to-do list. I need to be here. I need to be there. I need to be present with you right now. Yeah. I try as best as I can before I start whatever I'm starting, this conversation, the next one. I really try to take a moment and ground myself. And sometimes that's just a breath. Sometimes okay. it's like, let me look outside really quick and see like the sun or a bird. Um, it's really trying to be aware of what's in my surroundings with one of my senses. And I feel like I've gotten better at that because I've struggled with anxiety for most of my life. And when I can be be aware of like, okay, that blanket over there is like fuzzy. It's just like little things bring me back to where I am. And then I feel like I'm back in my body. And when I feel like I'm in my body, I feel like I can be present. I'm definitely going to start applying that hmm. for sure. No, for real. It, it, and, and, and to what there, I mean, this, this is another quote um, that's like, when you're depressed, you're living in the past. Mm -hmm. When you're anxious, have anxiety, you're living in the future. Yeah. But when you're at peace, you're living in the present. Yeah. And it, it, it is, a, I don't know why it's such a difficult thing to do because it seems, it seems so easy. Right? Yeah. But as humans, it's hard. So to be able to, uh, grounding, I, I love that word and, and being able to pick up on your surroundings to be able to bring yourself back to that, that moment that you find yourself in. I really love that. Yeah. And then to let go, I feel like I have a harder time with letting go because I struggle with like control, right? I want to feel in control of everything as I think a lot of us do, right? right? Like we want to create our, our lives and feel like we know what we're doing, but it's just not always possible. And I don't know if I have an answer for this because 
sometimes I think I let go of things and then they show back up. And I'm like, I thought, I thought I dealt with this, but maybe I didn't ask myself enough questions. Maybe I didn't sit with it enough. Maybe I don't have enough trust in the universe, the world, my life, my purpose. Maybe I need to come back to that. Yeah. Wow. Love that. How do you like that? I'm I'm learning. Yeah. I'm really learning. Those are the two things I think I'm uh, I'm facing right now, and I'm I'm trying to figure out what kind of works with me for me. Mm-hmm. Um. But with letting go, it's a difficult thing for me to do. And the second, same like you, the second I think I let it go, it resurfaces and I'm like, I'm still triggered by this. Mm -hmm. I'm still feeling some type of way. I'm still this, you know? And the other day I was in the beach and I was literally floating. And I felt one with the ocean. Like literally I was in the moment. And the feeling was so surreal. And I'm like, how do I apply this to my life? I want to grab that bottle, bottle it up, you know, and apply it to my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm in that process of learning how to, Yeah, you know what I mean? We gain attached. So then I was talking to somebody and she's like, attachment stems from fear. Mm -hmm. So what are you fearing? Wow, like just when you think you're getting somewhere, it's like somebody throws a bomb at you, you're like, oh, gotta go ask more questions now. (laughs) But that's life, it's a never-ending process. Truly. I and I think when you realize that it's just never gonna end, the questions, the letting go, the being present, whatever, I think you're like, okay. It's not about getting past these. It's about how do I find tools that help me navigate each one of them. Yeah. And how do you surround yourself with the right individuals to help you in that process? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But I think knowing that when you let go of something, you're also allowing space to bring in new, something that meets you where you're at. And I think, I don't think that can come in until you release. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And it's, it, it, it's crazy because I think I just learned that probably like really learned it, right? You can hear things, but there's a difference between hearing it and like really feeling it. I really felt that probably like a month ago. Yeah. You know, so to hear you say it, I'm like, thank you, universe, for sending me the message. <laughs> I'm still like, still feeding into me and reminding me that, you know, I ha- you just have to release to receive. Mm-hmm. Like, release, release, but it just takes time. You know, it's not something that happens overnight, especially when you're used to being a certain way. And now you're trying to break your habits and it's like, you know, the old habits want to creep in and it's like, no, 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 stay Mm -hmm. away. (laughs) I know it's the, it's the discipline. I think it comes back to discipline. How disciplined can you be with yourself? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Where can everybody find you? Where can they learn about limitless legends? Like tell me all the things. Yes. So you can find me at the Jenny Valdez, T-H-E-E-J-E-N-N-Y-V-A-L-D-E-S on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I have at the Jenny V. 
Um, and yeah, on TikTok, I don't really post that much on TikTok, but I kind of have all socials. And you can find me on Limitless Legends at Limitless Legends without the ease in uh, Legends. And yeah, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for this time. You are a light and I'm so grateful for you. 